Hello and welcome to A Trip to Mars, where each week I take a guest and their four songs they would take to them to Mars if they were stranded on Mars alone for eternity. For rights reasons, the songs mentioned in this podcast aren't available on demand. However, you can find them in a playlist provided as usual. These are on each episode, and so you should be able to find the four songs mentioned on the attached link to the episode. Today, I'm joined by Charlotte Kahn. Charlotte, hi, how are you? I'm well, Alex. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. So, first of all, we should probably ask how, how you find a lockdown. It's fine. You know, just dandy. Fabulous. No, I can't, I can't complain. I mean, I can complain as much as the next person, but, you know, it's not treating me too poorly. Yeah. I do like to complain, and this is giving me plenty of opportunity to complain. So... And so you are a resident at Wimbledon Hall. You're a second-year uh, student. Yes. And what degree are you undertaking at the ANU? Well, as you just said, arts student. Um, I am a... No, I said you're a second-year student. Oh, did you say art? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm doing a double degree in arts and languages. So within that, I study history, philosophy, French and Latin. Oh, wonderful. I imagine that's very... Uh, Employable? Yeah, no, I've got... I've got no, I was going to say people it was more... Banging, people are banging down my door <laughs> waiting to hire me for me and all my useful, useful knowledge about the world. I was going to say it's more thought-provoking, but sure. Oh, yeah, well, yes, I, I do think a lot, so... Well, that's good. Do you write your thoughts down? Yes, sometimes. That's good, that's good. I do, I do achieve my uh, essay requirements for my courses, if that's what you're asking me. No, I was more asking you. Oh, like, I do. I do you, have a diary. If you, were, I was more asking if you're like one of those people that hope to have their diaries published as memoirs and go look oh at what God, they thought. I literally am. Yeah, I know, but that's good. That's good. <laughs> now, I mean, four songs to take you on Mars. Did you find that hard to actually come up with four? Oh my God! Yes, I spent an embarrassing amount of time on this. On, like, narrowing down four. I still don't think I'm satisfied with which four. I feel like it would change on any given day. But choosing just four, I feel like, is a is too hard a task. Oh, it's absolutely hard. People find it challenging all the time. I don't think there's one person who didn't find it challenging. But, you know, I mean, as I was saying, most people find it a very difficult task. I'm more wondering if you think... I mean, you, t- you t- spoke about how... Uh, you think these would change uh, in another day if you were given the same task. Are these songs that are very sentimental to you? Yes and no. I mm. mean, they're not, they're not, these are not songs for me that come with like great stories. I feel like that would be a different playlist. Mm. But these are probably songs that at least provoke some sort of feeling or like I can, really, they're just songs I could listen to endlessly and i think if i'm going to mars at least for the rest of my life i need to pick four songs i can at least tolerate for a prolonged period of time yeah no that, that's fair <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to take anything you can't tolerate um Charlotte, we should ask because most people are very interested in the amount of uh, activities these people who come on the show do what do you what you're at an age in your degree you're a second year what 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 are the aspirations you're wanting to follow in life oh god 
like I'm having a conversation with my grandfather over here, <laughs> who you remind me a lot of, by the way, um, in a very nice, endearing way. Oh, okay. uh, although he doesn't jade roll his face like you're doing right now, um, not to expose you to your listeners. Um, aspirations. Well, as you once described my life for me, um, academic is one of them. I'd like to be... The, the one I've had in mind since year 10 was history professor, but mm. academia is a bit rough. I'm a bit sick of it at the moment, so, you know, we'll see where that ends well, what, up. What, what's so rough about it for you? What, what, what did it change? What, why is it so rough all of a sudden for you? Oh, not rough. It's more just that, uh, you know, finding or seeking, rather, seeking validation through your work when it's so, like, closely tied to your passion can be rather tolling. On, on yourself not self-esteem i have a pretty solid self-esteem but just can take a toll i'd say mm. Mm. okay that's interesting but also i've been in school since i was six so you know thought of being here for the rest of my life seems pretty intense sometimes true man yeah that's, yeah. that's quite a overwhelming thought isn't it mm. so you know a lot of people won't know this about you but you are a very, very political student. Sure. Do you find being in ANU to be of a sort of environment in which you can relish that sort of political uh, ambition or interest? Definitely, although I wouldn't say I do. I'm not a political student. I'm, I'm a political person in the sense that I have very firm beliefs, but I'm not a very active person, politically speaking. I'm not. I don't tend to go to a lot of protests, though I feel bad about it. I think I should. Um, I'm not... Generally speaking, I'm not particularly active, but I do think ANU has a lot of opportunities to be that way. I think really it's you take what you make of it. However, within my own experiences, there are a lot of interesting characters at ANU, politically speaking, and uh, mm -hmm. I'm afforded the opportunity to pick their brains, mm. whether I agree with them or not, and have great debate. So I do enjoy that. Would you say you agree with a lot of people? Pardon? Would you say you agree with a lot of people politically? No, I think I disagree with a lot of people politically, which I think is much more fun. <laughs> it's much more controversial. I think particularly at this institution, I disagree with a lot of people on a lot of things. Right. Good. I think that they think we'd agree initially and then, you know, deeper into the conversation they might, but we disagree. So are you, are, you, are you further on the right or further on the left? Well, I don't know why I said that. It's a very clear answer. I am a very far left mm. person, ideologically speaking. Hmm. Um, I'm interested to know why you chose the ANU to come to. Well, it was between, I mean, I don't know about you, or I do know about you rather, but I don't know if your podcast. Do you know about me, Charlotte? Do you? Pardon? Do you really know about me? I'm a bit oh, of a, I'm a bit a of a. dollar question, isn't it? Dear? I'm a bit of a mysterious being. I think you have what some may call the feminine mystique, to be honest. Jeez. Um. <laughs> no, I think you and I both sort of just chose ANU on a whim. Mm. Uh, you know, kind of roll of the dice, flip of the coin, if you will. For me, it was between this and you, you said, and I ended up here just kind of through feeling. 
I didn't want to stay in Melbourne. Mm. And last year, that definitely turned out to be the right decision. Oh, yeah, I think... Well, this year, it has also turned out to be the right decision. Oh, I couldn't... I think coming from Melbourne, or even Sydney now, I think any opportunity you could get to really get away from that horrible... Because I was in year 12 with online learning. To do it again is just... I thought this was much more of a escape. So, but, you know, I mean, everyone has doubts. And it's normal to have doubts. I think it was definitely very scary. I don't know about you because we came here on a whim, as you said. It's definitely very scary, to, you know, just doing it on a roll of the dice, isn't it? Uh, I'd say my experience was a bit different. I, I had a couple of friends coming here. Um, oh, okay. Well, like quite literally, like three friends coming here. Um, all very close. Um, you know, my best friend lives at the hall next door. Um I don't know, change is not something that tends to frighten me. I rather relish in it. So I was definitely more excited than scared. Mm, mm. But it comes with the comes with the bumps in the road, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should probably get into your first song, shouldn't we? So, oh, probably, yes. Now this song... Here I'm I am thinking we're having a lovely little conversation when there are people listening. <laughs> well, that's what it's like we're having a conversation with me. The whole world stops. We sound like a couple of old hens here. Yeah, at the uh, where, where would old women go? A bowls like, club. Are we classy old women, or are we like working class? You know. Oh, I don't know. Or are we are we hens, or are we broads? I mean, I feel like you're going to have to specify with examples what each of those things are. Okay. Um, so a hen is yeah. like my grandmother who lives in Mossman and plays mahjong on the weekend. Oh God, pearls. no! Oh no, no, or no! Or no. a broad is like, I suppose my other grandmother who lives in Queensland. You know, she wears little like Coles clogs. Um, not to shame her. Uh, what, are, what are clogs? She, oh, like they're really good for your feet. Not like clogs, the wooden ones. They're kind of like these little like orthopedic. Can you buy them from Coles? Up there you can. Oh, my God. See, Queensland is an entirely different part of the world, isn't it? Yeah. Only some Coles. You can't, like, like, I think it's probably more of a Woolies thing. Yeah, okay. Like how you can buy the specials at Aldi's, you know, in the middle of the aisle. like. Oh, I love Aldi. I know, right? I was looking at an avocado the other day and I turned to my right and there was a chainsaw and I thought, what wonderful... You know, simultaneous surprise. Yeah. Being a broad hang out at the ruck. Mm. Hens hang out at the, I don't know. The, um, oh, what do you RSL? No, the, no, God, no. The country club, dear. Where, I don't think, I don't think Australia hands? has country clubs, do they? Yeah, we do. They're just not in the city. They're in the country. Oh, God, I thought that was a very American thing. All right, well... I don't know what we are, but I really hope it's none of those options, if I'm going to be honest. But the your first song is Read My Mind by The Killers. And as always, this song can be found in the playlist provided for Charlotte's episode. Charlotte, why did you choose this song? Well, this was kind of a cover option. Um, the Killers are my favourite band. Mm. And I felt I would regret not taking one of their songs with me to Mars. And this is probably the one I've listened to, I've listened to the most times. It's in my Spotify top 100 every single year because I listen to it that frequently. And it's probably the one that I just never get sick of. It doesn't necessarily, like, incite the most, like, sensation in me. It's just, like, the best one. 
in my in my feeling. And it has a lot of lovely memories attached to it, so I'd say that's probably why I've chosen it. And what what are those memories, if you don't mind me asking? I do, actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, one of them is, and I associate this with just a group of songs by The Killers, is I remember in, like, either, I don't know, maybe 2014 or 15, I was in, I think, year eight, and it was New Year's Eve, and my a bunch of friends and my friends and I um, were hanging out in the city in Melbourne. We were just, you know, hanging out at the shops because cool there's air conditioning there and then we'd split up to sort of do our own window shopping because we we're you know 14 there's nothing much we can buy <laughs> it's a bit expensive but one of my friends and i decided to go to flinders street get on a train and go to sandringham beach without telling any of our friends which in hindsight a bit of a dick move we didn't pick up our phones and we were rather rude to run off like that but you know in the mind of a 14 when you're young you're only when you're young, young when you're yeah. a young lass... You know, at 14, when you have um, no responsibility, no stress, yeah. go for but it. Yeah, we just we went to the beach, you know. We weren't wearing bathers. We didn't have, like, you know, towels. Seems like an incredibly like... long journey from the CBD to Sandringham, but that, I mean, that's like 45 minutes you were gone. God, you're traumatic. It's like a 30-minute train ride. Oh, we were gone for, like, three hours. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't speak to them for the rest of the day. They got very mad at us. We, like, you know, went swimming in our underwear, hung out on the beach, listened to music, and we listened to it because we both loved The Killers. I actually went to the concert with this friend. Um, shout out, Maddie, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, we, we went to the concert together, but we, we just sat on the beach and listened to a couple of their albums, and this is one of the songs that I associate with that memory. It's a very, like, you know, wow, youth kind of memory. Mm. Well, here it is. It is Charlotte's first song, The Killers Read My Mind. Anyway, so that was so that, that was your first song. I'm interested to know, Charlotte, what I mean, I'm interested to know what kind of child you were. <laughs> <laughs> because like, no, were, no. were you very creative? Did you keep to yourself or what what were your favourite subjects in school or Can I ask you what you thought I would have been like as a child? Like, what, what are your uh, I, I have, I, I'm too terrified to know, if I'm going to be honest. I reckon you yeah, would have... You, you might have been a goth. No. no. Well, Alex, I do know what kind of child you are, and I know what kind of man you are. One that drinks <laughs> milk straight from the bottle, <laughs> as you just did over our break. I just want your listeners to know... Yeah, well, we went, we went on a short break, but you, you, you said that you, you want to know... The fascination with men have with drinking milk out of the carton, or the. I think it's like Freudian, probably. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> no, I just think milk good for your bones, um, and it tastes more than water does. So, why not? Is no, it... water is a much better taste. It's neutral, and it doesn't make your skin break out. What does milk make my skin break out? Yeah, drinking a lot of milk can make your skin break out. Uh, it's amazing because I've had a lot of dairy in my life and I never feel sick about it. I mean, I, I... No, you're completely lactose tolerant. Good for you. I know. I drink. Do you know what Fantastic. I eat? I, I have cereal in the morning. Then I have you're three yogurts. Right. Three yogurts in the day. Yeah. And then I'll have some pasta with cream in it. You are truly white, Alex. White. 
Yeah, only only white people can tolerate that much lactose. Oh. Uh-huh. Did you not know that? that no, like, I, I, I didn't you know. Can, you can like almost identify like ethnographically lactose tolerance. Wow. Through who was you know included dairy in their diets historically, like historically. Well, the Which more you know. Fats. By white people, I really mean, like, British people. Anyway, the kind of child I was, um, I was a bit of a, a performer, you know. I'm not, like, a, a good singer or dancer. I never did dance or anything, like, acting. I just, you know, loved to put on a show. I really liked to entertain adults. I'm more or less the same person I was when I was a child, you know. I liked to have conversations with adults, you know, make them think I knew everything. Like, I loved doing that as a child as well. Oh, so did I. It was so much more entertaining impressing the adults than it was impressing your friends. Yeah, I know, right? Because I, in I their eyes, I was a kid, but did, I you ha- adults. did you have the same logic? In their, if you did it to the adults, the adults would think that you were gonna, you were destined for greatness, and it would just feed know, your right? ego. It was such yeah. An ego boost. Oh, and it was so it easy to lot, fake. I think it says a lot about us. Oh, we're definitely, we're definitely, we both of, we're very alike. I think that's pretty obvious in Yes, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. yeah, no, I I like to put on a show and I was a very talkative child, but I was a very like serious child, you know. I I was was, also the cutest. I was never a serious child. You're a serious adult. Oh, do you reckon? I don't reckon I'm serious at all. I think you're serious in like a surface level way. Like you come across like Princess Diana. (laughs) <laughs> Can we just, it's not just I know this is your interview But I just really want you to elaborate On what the hell that comment means It's A the hair Oh, oh people don't know this uh, We've been in lockdown for a while I'm really I've got a lot of like quite wavy uh, Volumed Curtains um, Yeah it really is curtainous I think mm, mm. Um but it feels very, it's the same kind of like blowout effect that Princess Diana has. That a lot of women in the 80s and 90s were trying to achieve, but Alex just has it naturally. I look really good with it. I mean, it's I all... think you need a haircut. I know, but, but do you know... Lady, Lady Di, Princess of Wales. Well, I don't, I don't care about Lady Di, but... Well, pushing forward, you are also wearing, I don't know, I think your sense of style, when you're not wearing My size sense. 13 Nikes and grey sweatpants, I think it evokes a sense of royalty but i also think it's just your accent and the way you carry yourself it's kind of regal but in a way that like doesn't completely belong by blood hence it's like well i think it's because i think i've I've, i think i've watched too much of the crown i think that's what it is no i think you've probably always been this way i think that to some extent that's pretty true i think i've always been quite yeah sophisticated yeah a sophisticated but I, i don't think i'm pompous I think you're pompous. You literally used the word sycophant three minutes ago. I know of that word. Well, I'm not... Do I use it? No, because I'm but... not a snobby... Oh, I'm not a snob. I'm not a snob. I just think things are better. <clears throat> like food, for instance. Oh, I'm not a snob with... Oh, I'm, I'm only a food... Fu- I'm a food snob. I, I won't be touching black and gold if I can afford more than that. You know, like... I agree. Who I would agree. touch that? That's revolting. It's ghastly stuff. But anyway, and back on to what you're getting from black and gold. But oh, anyway. probably just some you know defected product that they found in a tip and then decided not to show it off to put on you know completely untranslucent wrapping. You know, it's it's disturbingly cheap as well. 
But capitalism really gets to you. Consumer culture. I was talking more like I prefer Grana Padano to store-bought Parmesan, but sure, that also works. Well, okay, right. War of the the pomposity, I see, we've we've taken this into. I don't believe that's a word, but continue. What, war of the pomposity? No, pomposity. I don't know. I think I might have just made it up in my head. Anyway, but we need we need to get back to you, Charlotte. We're getting too distracted again. Now, I think it might even be time for your second song. Oh wow, so soon. Well, so your second song, Charlotte, is it's a good tune. I'm surprised you chose it. Your second song is "Wouldn't It Be Nice" by the Beach Boys. And why did you choose this song? I mean, who wouldn't? It's a classic. Mm. I love the Beach Boys. Pet Sounds is one of my favourite albums. Um, Mm. I don't know. I just think this is probably the best of the songs. I think also one of my favourite songs is, like, sorry, not favourite songs, a movie that I really love is Fifty First Dates. And Mm. if you have seen it... Classic Adam Sandler. Oh, I love Adam Sandler. I mean, not really. He's a Republican, but... um, you know, it's chill, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that's a great movie. I don't know. This song just it speaks to summer. It speaks of yeah. It's just a lovely, summery, beautiful song. And I think I think to an extent, it also reminds me a bit of like my mum. Mm. Well, I don't know why, but... oh, you don't know why at all. It just reminds you of your mum. Oh, actually, no. I remember exactly why I chose this song. Because I was thinking of when I'm on Mars, okay, not to make a part of it, but wouldn't it be nice to be sitting on Mars and then listen to this song and, like, reminisce about the lovely life you used to have before Alex Heed from Waroni Radio at Wolverine Hall sends you to Mars? I feel like that would make you very depressed. Oh, yeah, a lot of these uh, these songs are mostly going to do that. But also I feel like I could derive something depressing from any song if I was sitting on Mars alone. Mm. All right, well, here is Charlotte's second song is Wouldn't It Be Nice by the Beach Boys, and as always, you can find this in the attached playlist provided to the episode. Charlotte, I'm really interested now in understanding more about you and how you think you would cope on Mars. Okay, I'm ready. How do you think you would cope on Mars? Oh, I thought there was going to be, like, a more directed follow-up question. There might be. Oh, wow, that's intimidating. Um, well, am I going to be alone on Mars? I have been wondering this. Now, see, I've been wondering this as well. You were the only human from Earth to go to Mars. Uh, oh, that sucks. Yeah, but there are other sort of, like, human-esque aliens that you can sort of other train aliens. to be your own. Minions. I won't be so presumptuous as to believe they'll speak English, so I'm probably not going to be able oh, to... Oh, God, no, 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 no. Okay. So I'll be very lonely. Well, sure. Look, I think if I have my songs, I mean, I'll, dep- I'll be depressed, but I've accepted that reality Yeah. on Mars. I think everyone um, has. On Earth, I'm quite happy. Mars, I think that may be a different case. Uh, I don't know. I think if I have a few essentials with me, aside from these songs, I could be okay. And by okay, I mean, I think I could last like a few years without blowing my brain. So, I mean, I have no idea how I'd do that because, you know, it's Mars where I'm going to find a 
a tool to... Mm. Oh, oh, I suppose I could just take off my space helmet. But yes. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll give you this. You have one luxury to take. What would you take? I gave this some thought today. Um, you know, previously I probably would have said a book. Mm. But today, after having sat at my desk all day, I just thought, you know, a really comfy chair. Yeah, and then one can, can recline so you can sleep on it as well. Yes. Mm. I was going to say an ergonomic chair, but that actually works a lot better. I know exactly. I have it in my head, the chair that I have at home. It's, yeah, it's precisely one of those, like, lazy boy type mm. recliner armchairs. Because I just think, like, when you think about it's not even like Earth. We don't have soft grass on Mars. It's a rocky I would think it'd be more like um, kind of like sand, like a desert red, dusty sand. What do you think lies beneath the sand? Yeah, but you might not ever touch. Like, what, what, why, why would you dig that up? Just leave no, it. No, it's not like it's not like dunes. It's like a lot of it is quite just rocky. Oh, yeah, that's like it's dusty, but it's not. Yeah. Piles of sand. So it's not. Um, it's not. It's the 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 um the thickness of. The outer layer of the sand isn't as condensed as people would like. I yeah, I didn't realise this was a belief that people held. But yeah, I just think a good quality chair. I think that would really I th- I honestly think that would save my mental health. And my uh, spinal health and bone health. I mean not bone health, I wanted calcium. You would struggle on Mars, you wouldn't have your jugs of milk to chug. Your I know. Would, would snap. Yeah, do you know I spend $9 a week on milk? That's bizarre. Because you get the three litre, which is $3. Milk is so cheap. I know, so I get... You I drink... I'm sorry, you drink nine litres of milk a week. Yep. Yeah. Milk is so good for you and it's so cheap. I did get disturbed it's once. Like not nine litres. That's not that good for you. Oh, but you don't understand. I have, I have enormous amounts of tea a day. I mean, we're talking... Just cuppa, 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 you know, cup, cup, I know you cup. lady die, of course you like tea. Can we at least choose, like, if you're going to compare me to a royal, I, I don't like that as a value point of the show, but can we at least choose one that isn't dead and isn't a female? Okay, Prince Charles. No, come on. No, he really would be the other one that you'd be like, though. Camilla is who I want. <laughs> oh, God, that's disgusting that how you see my life. That is where my priorities lie. Not the mother of your children. Don't bring the boys into this. Oh, All right. God, stop. No, stop, 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 stop. That's too... No, stop. That's... Oh, my life's going to be awful, isn't it? Jesus. I realise I misquoted it at the beginning. I apologise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That... This who my priority is. That is where my loyalties lie. That's what I meant to say. But yeah, you can have, you can have Prince Charles. Thanks. I think I'd rather Lady die though now. Prince William. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Prince William. I wouldn't mind Prince, which is dead. I wouldn't mind Prince William, but the lack of hair is such. I mean, if I go bald. He clearly doesn't drink enough milk. No, you. I just don't think me being bald would suit me very well. Yeah, I agree. I think you'd have a complete meltdown. Oh, I reckon it would last 30 years of my life. For just... me too. I think hair is quite important to both of us. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hair's important to both. You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
starts off with a very good quality shampoo um, and maybe even a conditioner. Yeah. Yeah. You condition your hair? Uh, Occasionally. Not often. uh, But often I find if I don't, if I just keep it to shampoo, it gets very um, dry. Yeah, your your hair is long enough to use conditioner. Yeah, and it's actually, it's it's quite a um, fine but quite a thick wavy, so you kind of do need to put some... Share, conditioner every now and then. But anyway, again, we're, we're being too boring. So, I mean, you know, I'm now interested on your third song. We should talk, because I love this song. Yes, classic. I think, I you might like this song. I love this song. I, I didn't know my dad liked this song as well until a few years ago, but you, you never know about your parents, do you? But this song is, uh, your third song is Into My Arms by Nick Cave. And why did you choose this song, Charlotte? I keep I, I do keep failing to adequately answer why did you choose this song? I know. Uh, I would have thought you'd put like some thought it, into it. That's why I chose it. Uh, this song, I think this is a good, like, you know, I've been on Mars all day. I miss my family. I feel crappy. I feel like shit about the world. Well, not the world, because I'm not there. I feel like shit about Mars, specifically. So, this would be the song that I think I would, like, I would look to just to feel that catharsis so i think i think this song i mean i just love i love all of nick cave's music but this song particularly is just a really beautiful song and it's and it's one that my parents both like so i think it reminds me a bit of my family right well here is charlotte's third song it's nick cave into my arms and as usual you can find this song on the attached playlist charlotte i'm really interested in knowing I mean, I thought about this question today. I thought, I've really got to jazz up, you know, or like, you know, put some oomph into these interviews because they're far too serious all the time. But I'm more interested into knowing if there was one problem in the world that you could press a button and solve, and it has to be only one, what would it be? I'll give you two answers. Uh, uh, Okay. (laughs) We've limited me to four songs. Let me give you two answers. I'll give you a serious answer and a non-serious answer. Do I know which answer, order they are in? Oh, wait. Yep. I mean, I think you would be able to deduce just naturally. So, obviously, my non-serious answer is going to be the intersection of sexism, classism, and racism. So that's obviously the non-serious. Hang on, answer. hang on. I said one. You can't. No, you mean, can't mix sexism, uh, no, classism, and racism into one. You got to pick one. No, I would. Uh, I would. I would solve me, a white person. I would solve racism. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And then, so obviously that is the non-serious answer. Mm. And then, if I had to solve a real pressing issue, something that is, like, actually affecting affecting the world today. Um, To be honest, I mean, and you're not going to like this one too much. I think I'd just get rid of men. We can do without you. Oh. Okay. That took a turn quite to the woke socialist vibe, didn't it? No, not socialist. Just like a... Not in, like, a you cause so much harm. Radical? like a... Just like in a, I can't be bothered talking to men anymore. Oh, because we drink too much milk out of the jugs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, do you think I like making references to Freud? 
I'm forced to do it, Alex. You men, with your milk cartons, you forced me to make references to Freud. It's horrible. Okay, we made it pretty... I said, well, I said that'll, like, I don't know, I'd make people stop wearing skinny jeans with... Yeah, you have a thing against skinny jeans. I really don't like them. Right. Why? I mean, like, I'm not... Like, I, I, I like jeans that, like, you know, tight on the thighs, but I think at the knee, you know, the mid-calf, I think they should just taper a bit. I don't think anyone's... The mid... Whoa, 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 whoa. The mid-part... What? What would you tape the, the mid... Oh, the calf. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think anybody's calf to thigh ratio is that good that they should wear skinny jeans that go down to their ankles. It's just not flattering. Right. There should be sl- there should be just even the slightest taper. I don't know. First world problems. Um. You asked. I know, and God, well, do no, I regret first it. First world problems now. Martian problems. Martian problems, right. Well, I'm interested now in hearing, as most, pretty much everyone else will be interested in hearing, what your fourth and final song is. And that is, of course, Dreaming by Blondie. And why did you choose this song? Well, Alex, in truth, I thought I put down the Australian national anthem. (laughs) You know, Dreaming by Blondie will just have to do. Um... (laughs) I don't know. As the same I've said for every other song, I just like this song. I'll keep this one concise. It's a feel-good song. It's quite literally just good to dance to. Good to... Oh, do you think that would be useful on Mars, just a dance tune? Yeah, I mean, like I said with the Nick Cave tune, some catharsis is necessary, and I think there's nothing wrong with positive catharsis. Yeah, well, Okay. Um, happy crying, as you may say. Happy what? Crying. Happy crying. Sure. Yeah. Oh, do you reckon if you're crying in Mars, your tears would just float away? I personally know nothing about the Space. chemical makeup of Mars's atmosphere, so I really don't have the authority to answer that. I'm sorry. It's fair enough. Listeners. It's fair enough. Um, you know, <laughs> I think. I mean, I, I mentioned before that there would be, you know, a human-like alien species. Excuse don't... me, before we continue, mm. here is Charlotte's fourth song, Dream, by Blondie. Oh. As usual, oh. you can find it in the playlist, <laughs> linked below. No, I've got to say it with my radio voice. Ready? I, have, I think that was pretty good. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got to say it. Uh, well, this is Charlotte's no, fourth no, song. It was so good. No, no, we won't cut it. We'll just make this um, massive, massive, long. Um, if I listen back to this, music, no, you'll get it. You'll get it. Hang on, I got. I got to finish. This is Charlotte's fourth song, <laughs> "Dreaming" by Blondie. And as usual, you can provide. You can listen to this to the provided playlist on the episode. All right, we're back into it. See, that's how it's done. I've got a I lot of commitment to this. I think I should take your job. I know people at Waroni. It, it is. Like, quite concerningly easy to do so. To take my job. Okay, I'll take your job. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, who are you going to interview? I think I have more friends than you, Alex. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, that's... A... <laughs> right. Mm, all right, sure. But who... who oh, you know what? Let's move on. Um, I, I, I think I could swing an interview with our new Anusa president, like, um, 
Oh, yes, the election results. Yeah, yeah, you're very happy with the outcome? I am, I am. I'm, I have a lot of friends on the grassroots ticket, so I'm very... I don't think it was a very good... It wasn't great considering less than 11% of all eligible voters actually voted. Yeah, that's how these tend to pan out. Oh, is that a tendency? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it tends to hover around 10%. Oh, okay. Well... Okay, so back on to these sort of aliens. They're kind of human-like. What is one skill that you would teach them? Oh, I think I would teach them. Hmm, that's a very good question. I think I'd teach them how to gossip. Really? You think the one skill you could teach an entire new race should be how to gossip? Yes, Alex. I think if I don't actually take this question seriously, because nobody actually cares what, what I think. People are just listening because it's interesting and they want to have a laugh. Granted that I somehow learn to grasp their language. Oh, actually, no, you know what? This is a useful answer. Because a lot of our language's development, as in, like, not language, like, human linguistic development and communication development came from gossip from talking about the people around us, which has a lot of interesting gender implications that I won't get into. But I would teach them how to gossip, to kickstart their own language and their collective learning threshold in their development as a species, but also just because it's fun and I want to get in on some alien gossip. I think it would brighten my life on Mars. I think my life is looking pretty depressing so far. I only have four songs. I have a comfy chair and I have some aliens to hang out with. And I think if I can teach them how to gossip, that would do me some good. Mm. I think they would uh, they would make an interesting race then. And what's one skill that from humans you would not uh, give them to teach or have them inherit? Whatever led to the development of skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. To not be bloody sexist. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't know what I want you to say. That's the whole beauty Can of I it. Ask, what, would, what would you do? Actually, no, I'm going to save that for the episode where I interview you. Oh, really? You're going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The special. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do your fifth or tenth episode, aren't we? Yeah, I think fifth at this rate, but yeah. Um, Charlotte, I'm now going to ask you one of my last questions because I'm now really interested... Thank God, places to be and people to see. <laughs> you can take one movie or TV oh. series. What is it? No, it's not fair to ask movie or TV series. All right, Pick forgive one. me. A movie. You can take one movie. Thank you. It's too hard. It's like pick. you can pick like hundreds of hours of content or... Like, up to yeah, the look, program. upon reflection, I didn't give that much thought, but I didn't think I'd be given no, this no, much I, scrutiny. I already know the answer to this and that is my favorite movie titanic <laughs> which i have seen genuinely not lying over 50 times oh my god i've done the math why what's so good about titanic alex i literally well, did my ted talk about i mean i i vaguely but i'm just thinking if you're on mars alone you got depressing music why would you take a depressing film because this movie I watched this movie for the first time when I was nine years old. Actually, no, I was eight. 
I was eight years old when I watched this movie for the first time. I might have even been seven. And I love it so much. Every time I watch it, you know what? I might even watch it after this. Uh, every time I watch it, it makes me happy. Mm. I've never cried watching this movie. It doesn't actually make me very sad. It makes you happy uh, that someone died along with thousands of others on a boat. No, happy because it's a good movie. What do you, do you only feel happy? Oh my god, such a buzzkill. <laughs> yes, hundreds of people drowning at sea and freezing to death makes me happy. Obviously not. Um, no, it's just a fabulous movie. And it's a long movie, more importantly. True. Yeah, it's think about it strategically. Movie. Yep. It's a long movie. It's an entertaining movie. It's not too intellectual. It's not, like, unintellectual. You know, it's like... There are things I can analyze about it, but there are there, there's not too much. Uh, it, to me, it's 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 not perfect balance, but it, it comes close. And it's a movie I know within my soul that I will never get sick of. Interesting, interesting. What about you? Actually, no. I, I, I need to stop asking you these questions. Oh uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. I don't know. I, I couldn't answer. Well, you'll have to think about it. Oh well, I won't. Um, Charlotte, thanks very much for being here with us today, to be on the... Did you enjoy being interviewed? I did. I, I love our conversations. I think, I think this was a very tame conversation for you and I. Oh, oh, that, that you, is a very true statement. Do you know who I'm surprised did not come up in conversation? What? Do you know who I'm surprised did not come up in conversation? Oh, now I'm worried. Who? Sarah. So thanks very much for being. <laughs> thanks very much for being here today. I hope you had a good time and uh, best of luck in lockdown. I hope it goes well Thank for you. Thank you for having me, dear. Oh well, I'll, I'll see you. See you when we're out of lockdown. We're allowed outside. Or I'll just see you like in the quad. Oh God, yeah, we can go outside for walks. I forgot about that. Anyway, see ya. Thanks for and join us next week for another person with. You know, another pointless songs they want to bring. You know? Thanks. Have a good time, everyone. See ya. Bye.